Hey, what's up? Welcome to Some Kind of Sunshine, the podcast for those that like a lot of sun with their shade. I'm your dopest hostess, Nikki Nicole, joined by my co-host, producer extraordinaire, Beat Chic. Yeah. And we about to dive right in like you used to dive into the trunk when you were trying to sneak people in the drive-in. Y'all remember that? Boy, no, we used to do it. <laughs> if you didn't do that, you wasn't living. Yeah, you was lame. Lame, lame, lame. Boy, people thought it was a circus act when we pulled up. People out of the truck. Look, what you said. We all getting in for $3. What you thought? All right. So first up, unfortunately, in the Some Kind of Sunshine family, we had the loss of a great one. Rest in peace, Aunt Helen. R.I.P. Yeah, it was unexpected for us. We will miss you always. I will always remember her and Uncle Fani encouraging me on pursuing my dreams as far as comedy, music, yeah, whatever it is I wanted to do. So I'm going to truly and dearly miss Aunt Helen. And that's why this podcast is dedicated to her. Yeah, to Aunt Helen. So we gonna try. We ain't gonna turn up too low. You know what? We are gonna turn up because Aunt Helen was about to turn up. Now she was you a little bit me? about to turn up, so you we gonna turn me. up a little bit. Um, all right. So first up, I wanted to do something that while we were starting to record, I saw on social okay. media on Shade Room because I have to check Shade Room like every day. You know, I gotta clean my room with the Shade Room. So <laughs> clean your room with shade. <laughs> so I saw something that said, "Who was your worst teacher and why?" Out of school. So I have, I want to start off with mine. I have two. So first off, I, the worst teacher I can absolutely remember was my second grade teacher, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Strenfield, over at Coke Elementary oh, in the no. Riverview Gardens School District. Oh, no. She was a terrible woman who I suspect at the ripe old age of eight I figured out that she not only hated her job, but she also hated children. And the reason I say this was because one day I was sick. So in order to go to the nurse's office, you had to have a pass. So she said, bring me a pass. I'm eight. I brought her the whole little, the passes were kept in the, uh, what was it? The the Uh, kit, like the little. I know what you mean. First aid kit. Yeah. I brought her the kit. I'm eight. And she's like, I don't need the whole box. She's mad at me. You could have got your fat ass up and went and got it. I'm the sick one. Exactly. Why am I getting you shit? That was my problem. She was with lazy and, you know, what I'm lazy and hated her job. And then she barely smiled on the picture. Every time I see my second grade class <laughs> picture, I'm like, this bitch. <laughs> Standard still to this day, Mrs. Strenfield. So hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, Mrs. Strenfield, I still hate you. <laughs> Dead. The vendetta never dies. Never. I'm like Cardi B. And when I when I got beef with a bitch, I'm gonna have beef with her forever. Forever. <laughs> the second person who gets honorable mention on my worst teacher ever list was my first grade teacher. And the reason I say that was because we were having a free hour where mm-hmm. you kind of kids run around screaming, everybody's making noise, they doing what they want to. Yeah. I was happy that day, so I decided to hum to myself. I was singing. Mm-hmm. Now, if anybody knows me. I have been able to carry a tune all my life. So it wasn't like I was humming off key. Exactly. I hit my notes. She turned around and said, who's that humming? I was like, proud of myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the first grade. I'm like, me. Well, happy as hell. She said, shut up. In front of everybody. As a kid, I'd have been like, you close your mouth, I can smell your breath <laughs> over here. I was not that type of kid. So I had the desk where like they lift up and you put all your stuff inside. I literally See, lifted up the top of my desk and cried into it. This is exactly why the day I have a kid, I'm teaching them the art of roasting somebody. I'm like, nobody's off limits. Your teachers say something, you get them to. And it's so bad because I was telling B-Chic about this like months ago where because and you, 
really you don't think when you say stuff to children that it sticks with them but because she did that it ve- it made me very hesitant going forward in my life probably up until this point to really speak up so right. i'm always been if anybody knows me in person i'm an extremely quiet person and it's not because i'm like standoffish or stuck up it's because that made me develop this complex that nobody really wants to hear what i have to say so that's why yeah. you know that's kind of a funny for a person to say that and start a podcast but i'm overcoming it now but you gotta think about it if it wasn't for her you probably wouldn't be doing a podcast that's true because at this point in my life i'm like you know what i do have something to say and i'm gonna say it yeah so, nobody's gonna tell you to shut up you know what i mean <laughs> That's and if crazy. they do, I can just delete the email. It's like yes. not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so what's, who's your worst teacher? You got to have one. <laughs> it's crazy I don't remember her name. Okay. Because <laughs> she was literally, I think, there for one year and left because of our class. <laughs> so <clears throat> I went to a school called St. Anne uh, Catholic School. It was over there on Natural Bridge over there in the Normandy area. Okay. But, uh, so this was definitely the fifth grade. I remember this like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I remember we could go on a whole little section of the crazy right. shit I saw there, but <laughs> it was my fifth grade teacher. And the only reason I didn't like her was because she basically just hated our class. And she came up to me. It wasn't me, but I think I was like in the front class. I think I had something to do with it, mm-hmm. whatever. But she turned around our whole class. She just couldn't take it no more. We just like talking, you know, being kids. Uh, you guys, you, you make me cough up blood every night. You guys, what? Make, yeah. So apparently, she had a medical issue and trying to put it off on us. Oh my Basically, goodness! I remember this very vividly. She was like, "You guys, you get on my nerves, and that's why you make me cough up blood every night." <laughs> It's not, wait, it's not funny that she's coughing up blood, but it's very funny that she's blaming a group of kids for it. Exactly. I was but, like, is it contagious? <laughs> <laughs> but you also have to understand, too, that back when you were in the fifth grade, people actually attributed ulcers to stress. And we now know that ulcers are actually probably caused by H. pylori. Mm, true, true. So she probably Ooh. really did think that you little bastards were making her cough up We didn't blood. give you that H. pylori. <laughs> I wish her name was Dory because they would have rhymed. You are so evil. <laughs> no, because my thing was, you can't blame people for stuff like that. I'm not a virus. I didn't make you. It's actually not up. children because that might actually stick with them, and they think that. They oh no, killed we were their... we were terrible. No. Oh, okay. We 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 could care less. I remember a friend who should not be named. We were children, and like a teacher said something crazy to him, and he was like, "Well, oh, well, fuck it." He did like two drips of Germex in her coffee, and she drank it. Yeah. Oh my. Now this is. But we were little kids. Y'all poisoned y'all teacher. It probably cleaned her inside, sanitized. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But no, I I didn't do it. But I definitely. We were definitely like six. You can't hold that against us. Yeah, we gonna give you a pass since you was a child. But I remember that. Nowadays they lock people up. Ooh, ooh. (laughs) Wait, what's that shit? Uh, uh, where too much time has passed. The statute of limitations. Oh, you like that Germex? <laughs> He's awful. He's awful. But hey, you know, listeners of some kind of sunshine, we're gonna give B Sheik a pass because he was six. I was not six. sixteen. Oh, if I was sixteen, I wouldn't even brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> like me sitting here trying to tell you, I committed attempted murder. Oh <laughs> my goodness, no, that is crazy. awful. But yeah. yeah, so is that your only worst teacher? I have a few more, but I kind of respected my other teacher as we got older. Yeah, uh, I'll say it. Why not? I remember back in the, actually pretty much all of middle school, my teachers had said something that kind of pissed me off. What? So the same, uh, I think was it the same homie? It was one of them. Basically, how much time do we got? Because I'll tell you these two quick stories. We got time. Okay, basically, uh, I'll start with the sixth grade. Basically, me and my homeboy, I've always been silly. 
Mm-hmm. So after, you know, I was always prone to finish work really fast. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not going to slow down because they were slow. Right. So me and my homie finished our work and we was back there just chatting it up, talking, whatever. And the teacher got mad. Okay. So she walked up to us. I think we took a test or something and finished early. She walked to us and was like, you know what? I'm going to split you guys up. He's like, she told my homie, oh, that's why they got room for you on the other side of the uh the classroom, like an empty desk or something mm-hmm. like that. He's like, yeah, and they got room uh, for you across the street. <laughs> Basically. Oh. But here's the thing. She was old, and across the street, it was like a senile old home. Oh, my so, goodness. That was okay, one of the best <laughs> jokes. We wow. was dying. How was he so on it? Like, how did he... I, so witty, so fast. I, man, look. That's why when you finish your work fast, she should have known something. He's a little too smart for her ass. <laughs> and then I remember my eighth grade teacher, and I really do, you know what I'm saying? I really respected her, but... She basically snapped on all the boys in our class. And everybody, I remember what she said to every single person, especially myself. Mm-hmm. She basically was like, uh, Lars, that's why you think you're so perfect. I was like, first off, I never said that. You only said that because I'm hilarious. A, <laughs> one, I finished my work and it's correct. So you can't fucking punish me for that. And basically, it was like stuff like that. And it was like she was always on our ass. And like, she, she only was, did it to the boys? Yeah. Hmm. I was like, that's a little sexist. Yeah, it is. I mean, it sounds like I don't know. Maybe the boys were cutting up, but but boys, we was boys. boys. Yeah. We was like thirteen, fourteen. What do you expect from us? Yeah, twelve to fourteen, somewhere in that age range. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, kind of hard to deal with at that time. But I do want to say this: I completely understand that being a teacher is a very hard job. Dealing with other people's kids every day yeah. has to be something. But you also have people who go into the teaching profession because they just kind of fell into it and they really don't like it. So I feel like if you're going to work with people's children, you have to enjoy working with children. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to spend too much time on that because we do have like eight topics to get to. But I just saw that on the shade room and I was like, huh, damn, I hate Mrs. Stringfield. And then I just it kind of ballooned from there. At least you remember her name. I don't remember my fifth grade. I will never forget her name. She was so evil. I call her Miss Tuberculosis or whatever it is. (laughs) Miss Ulcer. (laughs) (laughs) Miss <laughs> Ulster. He is terrible. All right, first up, you can't put the squeeze on OJ. He's out. So, He's OJ out. OJ is free to roam among free us. Free at last. He's, free at last, boy. I'm glad he out, boy. He is free to move about the cabin. You feel so, me? I love OJ, orange juice. <laughs> OJ was free this week. Um, I'm not really sure what OJ's plans are after freedom, but... I know the first thing he did. What do you think it was? That man got him... Some vagina, cause boy, <laughs> that would have been the. Fr- I wouldn't even care about food. I'd have been like, where are the women at? <laughs> see, I didn't even think. I guess because I'm not a guy, I didn't even think that way. I'm like, oh, I would want to go see my children. He's about to divorce his left hand. Yo, <laughs> that is nasty. That is nasty. You got, what else you getting in prison? Well, that's true. Well, I don't know. OJ might have been <laughs> putting a squeeze on somebody. <laughs> yeah, there. he might have been juicing folks. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, I think I would hope that OJ is going to make it his priority to stay out of jail. So anybody yeah. who has his memorabilia or his shoes or his keys. Just don't go over there trying to strong arm anybody out of anything. Exactly. Keep Make it. sure you stay out of jail. Because we yeah. all know that they basically were like, okay, we didn't get OJ for killing Nicole Simpson because everybody knows that he did. Yeah. I think he did it. I I think he did it. Probably. If he didn't do it, he knows who did it. Probably. He probably did it. So the, the second thing. time around, they pretty much got him for that. Oh, yeah, that was a vendetta. Yeah, they, they got him back. So now I hope that he understands his his debt to society is paid. Mm-hmm. And now he can just go on and be an old man with his kids. And 
I don't know if his kids had any kids or whatever's know. going on. They bet not treat that man differently because he served his time. Like these cops they got off, they walking for you know what I'm saying? I like, don't think anybody's going. I mean, you know, OJ is like even no matter what he did, he's still like a national treasure. He's like Betty White. And nobody's. I gonna- don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> That was a stretch. Yeah, that was a stretch Armstrong. Ooh, but I <laughs> that mean... was a crimson chin long one. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> that was a long one. That was a far one. Um, oh, but I just feel like they're going to kind of let, uh, I don't know, they're going to let him just be old and black and mind his business. Yeah, I mean... But his skin does look immaculate. Like somebody, I can't remember who commented, it was a comedian, mm-hmm. that his skin looked really supple. Like, I don't know what he's been using in there, but it's excellent. Black. Don't <laughs> crack. I don't care if you're in prison. They can never break us. <laughs> you feel me? I don't know. Like he had some like some natural juices and berries. Yeah, he he had a uh, cocoa Ju- butter from the commissary. But, but, something yeah. something was going on. So OJ is free. He's he's roaming amongst us. Hopefully nobody else gets stabbed or no, gets their jersey uh, yeah. stolen. No white women. Please don't piss this man off. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Please just just stay out of his way. Please. All right, Kim and Kanye plant the seed. So I in don't, a surrogate. Right. In the surrogate, yeah. <laughs> I don't really give a whole lot of care about this one, but I just thought that it was interesting that Kim and Kanye are just going to keep procreating no matter what happens. So that means they're not having sex. I'm sure they still haven't sex. Oh, yeah, think about it. They got a surrogate. But that's because they she can't get pre- Well, okay, so Kim has been told that if she gets pregnant again, it can be fatal for her. Based on what? something to do with her uterus that maybe it'll i don't don't even give me the line something's going on where they say basically she could bleed to death if she has another baby oh so that's why so they i'm pretty sure they're still having sex but she can't get pregnant so if she can't get pregnant then she can't get pregnant i don't think no and that's what i'm saying i don't think that she lacks the ability to Ah, get pregnant i think that she for her safety she can't get pregnant why don't you just take her uterus out uh, I thought that was a procedure. Don't it don't, is no, yeah. it's called a hysterectomy. But yeah. most women don't really run around like requesting that their uterus is to be taken if out. If it's fatal, I wouldn't. Hey. Well, no, for me, like if somebody told me, okay, Nicole, if you become pregnant, it can kill you. I would maybe have my tubes tied or something like that. Uh, okay. But I wouldn't like totally just gut me, like take all my <laughs> plumbing. Because I mean, what you don't, and now we get ready to get into something completely different. Mm-hmm. But when you start doing stuff like that. um it changes your hormones like that. It serves as like uh, regulatory purposes. So oh, then, if you don't have too. your uterus, you got to start taking you replacements and beard. stuff, <laughs> or take estrogen. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, but think about it. If you Look work- at a man to reduce it. Like you, the worst thing that can happen is you grow a beard. <laughs> like honestly, if that were to happen, this is the best time for it to happen. Why? We live in a time period where that's okay. Like you're trans- well, transitioning and shit. I wouldn't give a shit about the beard part. It's the hot flashes like that is like death. Can you imagine? We just had 108 degrees here last week. Can you imagine, mm. imagine having a hot flash in the middle of a heat wave? You might want to die. I just go inside the house, blast AC. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I, I you, ain't have hot flashes. You've though. never seen a woman have a hot flash. It's like they got out of a pool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. My girlfriend, she be tripping. Be she ain't having hot. She, she's too young uh, for oh, hot flashes. Oh, she just be getting hot. She just be yeah, evil. she ain't having. You'll know because she'll be like she ran a marathon. <laughs> she'll be oh, sweating. like sweating and shit. Yeah. Oh, so it's really like a hot flash. Yes. <laughs> flash. So can you have cool flashes? Cold flash. I get them. <laughs> oh no! Not really. No. I was about to say, oh no! <laughs> no. So yeah, Kim and Kanye are having a kid. Um, the apparently the surrogate is only getting forty five grand. We talked about that. You would think Kim and Kanye would pay more. They better pay her under the table. But that's I, what we were talking about. So I think that there's Kanye's a standard. Firm? 
Well, no, I think the way the surrogacy works is they combine the sperm and the egg and then they implant it in you. So, so you're holding so technically the, she's holding the zygote uh, is what it would be called, I guess. Is that the right term? I think so. Yeah, zygote. Um, yeah, so that's what she would be carrying. Apparently it only pays forty five grand, but I think there's a standard payment amount for surrogacy. So they can't like, oh, we're gonna you're gonna carry our baby for a million dollars. At least not on paper. Mm. They could probably give you whatever they want to under the table. Back, boy. She I mean, she probably will. Cause I mean that's a lot of bull. I mean for any woman to go through pregnancy, as much as I've seen that shit, like it sucks. I'm not, sure it not, does. Not sucks, but you well, know no, what I'm mean? just saying. But especially to take out nine months of your life for yeah. somebody else, you have to be a and, selfless and, person. And they probably about you got to push it out normal. Oh, like a natural birth. Yeah. This is the guy talk. You got to push it out normal. Uh, I don't know. He's saying it like it's a turd. <laughs> that's what it seems like to me. It'll come if you push it's it hard called, enough. It's called a natural birth. <laughs> This or proof. vaginal a vaginal birth see this is this is why I, I, I'm a guy I don't know nothing about this I just put in half the work and sit and wait grunt push it out <laughs> I, I do the getting the snacks portion of the pregnancy you out getting ice chips you have no idea what else is going on <laughs> what we ain't done yet how long is it gonna be <laughs> like it's, this, is, this is quite a long time <laughs> that is so funny so congratulations to kim and kanye hopefully they have a healthy surrogacy and all that jazz yeah all right i don't have a good title for this one because i wasn't sure what to call it but we're talking about the mars rover uh, i Not got even one. the mars rover it's the mars is it the expedition project or something wait I, I got one okay mars rover life on earth over okay that is good actually yeah, <laughs> yeah that is really good so if you've been following any sort of news but not mm. closely or like um looking at anything in the yeah. side not even sci-fi because it's supposed to really happen but the, the they tech, were talking about it a the lot tech sector. The, yeah tech, the tech i can't even say it tech sector. sector yeah um they were talking about it also a lot on like um big bang theory and stuff like that so basically, they had an expedition plan for a group of people to apply to go live on Mars. So they would leave Earth and they would go on Mars and start a colony and just start a new life there in the hopes that at some point, if need be, Earthlings can go live on Mars and will be great. That sounds silly. It does sound ridiculous. Um, the storms on Mars are very violent. <laughs> it puts It puts like... I think they have like hurricanes and shit. It'll put like Katrina to shame. Well, I don't know what type of research they've done. I know for a fact, or well, I ain't gonna say for a fact, the stuff that I've read, as far as I know, the only thing they've been able to do so far was send a rover. So I don't know how they plan to send people. And it wasn't gonna be anytime soon. They were talking about, I think it was 2030. Well, that's pretty soon, if relatively speaking. It's not that far off. Shit, that shit, soon as hell. Yeah, because, I mean... It's almost 2018 now. That's what that's I was going to say. Like, 10 years passes without any issue. So, the reason I put this on here was because, A, mm-hmm. once you go to Mars, you can't return. So, you have people who are signing up to do this. There have been some people, apparently, that do have families, and they are willing to leave their families essentially and die so i was talking to my husband and i was like okay so would you go to mars and i think he jokingly said yeah but shit maybe he really would go and i said so we'll have your funeral before you leave because essentially you're dead pretty much you're dead to me you can't come back you can't call you died (laughs) but at the same time i just don't think this this thing is plausible it could happen but you would be confined to such a small space 
you wouldn't want to, it's like being in prison it's like i think it's prison it's like going off on a life sentence like think about it well and then the, exactly and the other things were too you're trusting these people to go up here and start a society so what about the laws what about the rules like are they gonna get up there and just completely start their own thing where now minorities are enslaved like that type of thing they could Every, there are no rules there are no rules exactly so the reason i put this on the board was because i was talking to some family members and one of the guy family members said that if okay so let's let me back up a little bit when you go you're apparently are paired with another person to procreate okay so the guy family member said if he were paired with jennifer lopez he would go yeah so it made me wonder how powerful is the vagina to actually make you leave earth and go live on another planet people leave their homes here (laughs) vagina they'll, they'll move across the street with a chick across the street from their wife or whatever for vagina but like, you're not leaving earth it's different you gotta think about it it's like if somebody was like you know what we could leave in lj right now be she right now you can pick anybody on this planet and you get to sleep with them and start a new colony i'm like beyonce sorry jay i'm out of here wait a minute so you okay so now you just said it you would be willing to leave earth and live on a hostile planet potentially for the chance to be with Beyonce. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'll tell you why. <laughs> that's that's once in a lifetime. Wait, I mean, real quick. That was a revelation. <laughs> look, I'm be revealing up there with Beyonce. But my thing is this. This is the one fear I would have with that. Okay. Because I see Beyonce the performer. Yeah. I don't know Beyonce knows uh Carter behind closed doors. She could be evil as hell, mean as hell. I don't know. Oh, she could be great. But the fact that you're willing to go live on an uninhabited, you don't know shit about it planet at the chance to be with Beyonce shows the power of Beyonce. No, it shows the type of lineage I can make. <laughs> <laughs> My kids will be bred for greatness. But they're gonna be aliens, literally. Yeah, to people on Earth up there, that'd be normal. <laughs> They'd be whoever I named them. <laughs> you like Zerb. <laughs> Give them click noise. Like we going back to Africa. <laughs> Shit. Wow. Not but yes, real. this this kind of came up, and we were talking about it, and I was very surprised when the male family member was like, "Oh yeah, I would definitely leave Earth for J Lo," and I'm like, "You would give up Earth let's, let's for a it, woman?" Let's put it this way: I'll, I'll make it hard for you. Okay. Since there are no rules, they say you can go up there with as many people as you want. So okay. somebody was like, "You can go up there with." Any living celebrity or somebody you think look good to start a new life. You can have two, you can have three, you can have whatever. Would I go? Yeah. I don't think so. All right. I, I got something better for you. Okay. I, this one is going to be pretty hard. <laughs> you can go to uh, Mars. Okay. Because Earth is dying. Oh, so, then I would get the hell out of here. But, but you can either pick your husband or you can start fresh with somebody else. Oh, why would you do that to me? Exactly. <laughs> now it's difficult. <laughs> I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) You see, it's not as easy. (laughs) He just told me I can leave my husband and start a life. You can start fresh anywhere because I mean, everybody else here, nobody can be mad at you. Don't listen to this and be mad at me. (laughs) I'm just, I'm not even saying. I didn't answer. (laughs) I'm saying when you're a pair with difficult questions like that, people will do some real messed up stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah, it's probably a lot of people who would leave. Yeah. Earth and for the right price quote unquote right price my thing anyway is earth is a ticking time bomb we're literally being sustained by the sun the sun is a star stars blow we up talked about yes that. and that's what i'm saying like at this point it's pretty much gonna be over anyway whether we're here to see it or not no it's a sad thought not really i mean life comes to an end yeah uh, all good things come, come to, an, to end. an end but 
I will say that I also read once we decided to do this mm-hmm. that apparently the Mars expedition project may be canceled because they might not have the funding. We'll see. Somebody's gonna come up with the money. That man, look, one percent of the people in the world have millions upon billions. Somebody's of dollars. gonna pay for it. We don't have the funding. Well, it's, I feel like too, especially if they think that in the same mind frame of you, this is yeah. a ticking time bomb. I want to be on the first ship out of here when this shit crashes. <laughs> They're going to pay for it. But that's also, we talked about how if, if let's say if it was a new earth or a new planet, mm-hmm. who the hell are they going to take first? They're going to take the best, the brightest, the people who got something to offer. That's how they do it. It's movies yeah, like that. Yeah, to start a new society like, and then the bums can figure it out. We're going to get the scraps. <laughs> My thing is if you're not somebody or you don't have money or you don't have some kind of way up there, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. It was, I've seen a movie I like I can't this. remember the name of it, but I've seen it too. Yeah, like Earth was real just junky. Yeah. It was it's like the, it, it unfortunately had become the projects. Yeah, the whole world was the projects. <laughs> like even... Like California, LA will be like the better of the <laughs> the projects, like the one that's not so violent. Yeah, that and that's crazy. I, I hope I ain't around to see that for real. For real, it's no way. We we don't even have flying cars. We only have rockets that can travel back and forth. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here a little while longer. <sighs> All right, Elon Musk plus Mark Zuckerberg. I couldn't even get it out. So this is what artificial intelligence, right? So let's talk basically as far as okay, I'll put it like how it kind of got started i mean i'm not super sure but i kind of read the articles and things like that mm-hmm. but basically you know how we got smartphones and we got like series and they're kind of learning what we say our voice yeah basically artificial intelligence is growing right what elon musk is saying is it's going to be a danger because at some point it's going to become smarter than humans yeah and again what point if you're smarter than your creators you're like well i'm the new dominant so yeah i'm taking you guys over right so he believes that can happen, and Mark Zuckerberg is pretty much like, oh, that, that can never happen. We'll put checks and balances. My thing is, if it's smart enough to figure out what it is and it's smarter than people, it's going to happen. Mark Zuckerberg can't even keep someone from spoofing my page and sending stuff to all my friends. So yeah. I don't want to hear what he has to say. Secondly, diseases have been smart enough to continue to engineer themselves to outsmart drugs yep so what makes you think and i give that example for the super gonorrhea that's basically running around running rampant in some <laughs> of you guys genitals yeah that mm. no no um what is it penicillin or anything like that can't beat so that is insane yeah you have and these are diseases that don't have actual minds like they don't have any thought well, process no no they are alive I know they are alive, oh, but I'm saying they have no like, like real thought process. It's just like they regenerate. Well, they uh, I we, would guess they do have something. I, I, I feel like we're not smart enough to say at this yeah, point. Yeah, I can't say. I don't know. Simply because we've never, you know, we're not down on a microscopic level. So That's we don't true. Know. So I don't know what's going on. I but mean, I do know that either way, on a basic sense, in a basic sense, mm-hmm. they have been able to outsmart the drugs that we once used to beat them. Mm-hmm. And from that... That's scary. It is scary because you would have to think it's some kind of way, and we would need to have a doctor on this program. They learn the drug and learn how to beat it Actually, in just the basic sense. We could. We will. I'm about to say, I. We will. Okay. <laughs> we will. Boom. But yeah, I do think that if you continue to put everything that you know into an artificial being, that eventually is going to outsmart you. It's like people. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, think about it like a baby. You teach a like baby, a sponge. yeah. You teach a baby everything, and at some point, 
it's going to get to the point. You're like, actually, you're kind of you're kind of smart. You're learning a lot more than I thought you yeah, were. Yeah, a lot more than me. Like, uh, well, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> exactly. My thing is, you can never say what. Yeah, because the baby has been handed the tools to now start making its own judgments, and it's like, well. I thought about it this way. And it's like, well, shit, I didn't think about it that way. Exactly. That type of thing. And even with that story rolling into a story that, because we were trying to find stuff that was local to St. Louis too. Yeah. Apparently, Schnooks is now going to start have having um, robots roaming the aisles to check what's empty and to see what needs to be refilled and all this stuff. Hey, that's going to get rid of stock boys if you get enough of them. So stock people are going to be out of jobs. And they said they also gave this thing eyes so it appears friendly, quote unquote, appears friendly. To me, that's like you're trying to make me be comfortable with this thing that may very well one day, a like we were talking about before, somebody could hack it, and now this shit is running up and down the aisle acting a fool. That is, I mean, that's definitely going to happen. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> People, it's a it's a never ending cycle of who can hack what first or who can stay on top of what. Yeah, because people hack stuff all the time. Then the uh, good guys, the good hackers, mm-hmm. win. Then the other hackers win again. The evil hackers. So I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. But that's also the fear. But it's also like we expect that now. It's like your smartphones could get hacked. They get hacked all the time. They do. And yo, that's how people's nude pictures end up on the cloud. Exactly. So, I mean, you can't really be afraid of technology. Well, not on the cloud, but on you the internet. You have to expect it. Yeah. So I agree with uh, Elon Musk was the one that said that we could have angry robots mm? taking over. Mm? I agree with that, too. Sometimes uh, technology gets away from us and then we have to catch up. It's going to be a it's going to be a crazy time, but I can definitely. I definitely believe it's not going to happen in our lifetime. And if it does happen in our lifetime, we're going to be really, really old to the point where it doesn't matter anymore. It's going to, instead of Planet of the Apes, it's going to be like Planet of the A5s. <laughs> <laughs> B-Borp head ass. Yeah, boy. That's, man, look. Oh, that look, is going to be funny. That's that good. actually reminds me of the idea we were talking about the yeah. car. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Beat the meat. So y'all have heard about like beat the clock, No right? tenderizing. Yeah, no tenderizing. <laughs> so you heard like you have to beat the clock, you know, that type of thing. Well, we're talking about beat the meat. So this has not happened yet, but it was teased in like a trailer. On Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, I guess that Ray J, Safari, and I guess the guy's name, what's his name, A1? I don't watch that shit. I don't really either, but I just saw this. We and were going to call him change. A1. Yeah, A1. Like the steak sauce. <laughs> it's disgusting. The steak sauce. They have decided that they're going to have a contest to check their sperm counts, and whoever is the lowest has to make a record with Hazel E. I think that this was is a the ter- that's terrible. A yes, and I think this is the weirdest contest among a group of fans I've ever heard. It's disgusting. And when I say, I, I guess for me, and the reason I think it's disgusting, because I just imagine everybody giving their samples like in the same room together. <laughs> but see that it's it's a dumb bit because I think what would have been even funnier, okay, is if the nigga with the lowest sperm count dressed up like Blank Man. Get it? Ooh, <laughs> that would have yes, been funny. Yes, <laughs> like because you're shooting yes. blanks. Why? Somebody call us. Production call us. We got t- it. I would have been weak as hell, boy. <laughs> and I would have even, he would have had to have just as an added bonus some question marks. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what is it? It's too low to count. Like, <laughs> I don't know. We're lost. <laughs> Where are we going? Where's the egg? And we don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm crying. <laughs> That's what they should have done. So somebody over at Love and Hip Hop 
whatever needs to call us because we can be on the production, the creativity side of it. I can guarantee we can come you up with tasks tri- for them to do. I'll triple your revenue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll triple it. I'm just trying to figure out who sat around and was like, I know what we should do. We should count. Like, that's like me going with my friends. I'm like, I know what we're going to do. We're going to go to the gynecologist and have them count our follicles and whoever has the least amount of eggs is the loser. See, I already know <laughs> But how men are happen. much more competitive, though. And that's what it was. It was probably like, damn, bro, I get more hoes than you. No, I get more than you. You ain't hitting them like me. I bet you I am. I bet you, uh, you know, and it just kind of went down from there. And there's Men like, have the weirdest bets. Women don't bet shit like that. But it's also, you got to think about it, though. For the winner, I mean, as far as nature goes, mm-hmm. that's how you figure out who's going to survive or not. If you I have get a that part. Then yeah, yeah. Then your your lineage is it lineage or your legacy or whatever You're doesn't. Fer- I, I guess I don't want to say fertile. You can produce. Yeah, I, I mean, I get all of that, yeah. but I'm just saying, I just would never place a bet with my friends of like who could get pregnant first. It's just a weird. Now, see, it's weird when you say it like that. But as far it, as oh, it's not weird when you say we're gonna all double standards masturbate in the cups and see who now, does the now, best. Now, now, they didn't <laughs> say all that. They didn't say we're gonna circle jerk. <laughs> they didn't say none of this that. podcast is pretty loose. <laughs> First one to hit the cups wins. <laughs> I mean, they didn't, but that's what you put out in the universe. Because I'm sitting there like, well, wait a minute. Are y'all gonna test separately? How are we gonna know it's actually your sperm? Like, well, I mean, there's a lot of questions here. That is very true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're weird. Write it down, take a picture. I and said then recorded it for TV. People do anything at this point. People are fame hungry. Fame wars. So, that's what we're going to call beat the meat. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, a- and it's not beat the meat because it's the sperm. It's beat the meat to see who can win with the highest sperm count. Play on words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did have that. All right. Did. Moving on from the, the meat team to MMGD might make a go down. Rick Ross. So that is yes, that oh. is definitely a play on words for Rick Ross. So apparently, Rick Ross has not signed any women as rappers because he can't refrain from having sex with them. That nigga's a fool. Yeah, I would have never. I would have never said that out loud. And that was my thing. So you are Ross the boss, and you say this in a public forum when you own companies. So. To me, and any lawyers who want to email me and let me know if I'm right or wrong, you can hit me up at some kind of sunshine at gmail.com. That's S U M K I N D A S U N S H I N E at gmail.com. Mm-mm. I feel that because you are the owner of MMG, that you probably have opened yourself up to a lawsuit because now women can come out and say, I was fired by Rick Ross because I didn't want to sleep with him. He clearly said it in this interview that he has to sleep with all the women that he employs. But that's the second time he did something like that. Well, then he must not have had women with common sense in his employment because that would be the first thing I would think. Oh, Mm -hmm. so you've basically said that you have to be able to sleep with the women at your company. So because I didn't sleep with you now, I no longer work there. No, it wasn't even that. Remember, he said, uh, I put a Molly in her drink. She didn't even know it. Yeah. That's like the second thing against women he done said. But the sad thing is all the women who are jumping on social media defending this. They're like, oh, I understand what he's saying. He wants to not tempt himself. So if you worked in your corporate office and your boss didn't promote you because he said, you know what? You're entirely too sexy. I can't have you walking around these meetings. I might want to fuck you. That's going to be a problem. 
So I was like, so is anybody telling me that sexual harassment doesn't exist in the music industry? I've heard crazy stories. But that's my thing. So they don't have any type of rules against this? Like, okay, so isn't this not hiring a woman based on her gender? But could it happen the other way? Like hire up uh, female executives? Like, yeah, come here, yeah, yeah, young it tender. It can. Give me and the it can. It can. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely can. And I would tell a young man who's like, well, I've been trying to get this promotion, but because my boss finds me attractive, I can't get it because she's afraid she's going to sleep with me. I ain't going to lie you. To can't you can't do that. Like 90% of the dudes would have took one for the team. I know. It's a. It's like a double standard. Most men would. I ain't going to lie to you. But if you, if you were an attractive woman at work and your mm. boss called you in and said, I cannot promote you to director because I'm sexually attracted to you and I'm afraid that I'm going to sleep with you, so no. You can't do that. That's illegal. You need no. to get get your shit under check. You can't just not promote me because you think I look good. That's ridiculous. I ain't gonna lie to you. Sorry, Kristen. If my <laughs> boss came in and was like, "I want to promote you," if it was a female, like, "I want to promote you to director," I think you're attractive. You should sleep with me. I'm like, I got a magnum right now. You are disgusting. No, my thing is, well, my thing is, you gotta think about it. You gotta do what you gotta do to make it to the top. You I, don't. You do. You don't. You can. Take I would the, not advise I'm any taking woman. The easy path. No, I would not advise any woman to sleep with a man she does not want to just to get a job. No, no, no. But if you a man and it, the roles is flip flop, I think you should take it, the deal. It's always take like deal or no deal. Take the case. <laughs> take the case. It's always like that for men. But Easy. I'm saying for Rick to come out and say this, oh, I yeah. have not hired any women to rap for me because you want to I them. have to sleep with them. But here's my thing. He found a flaw. He could have just hired ugly rappers. I mean, he could have. But my thing is this. This is not just going to stay. If anybody's paying attention, this is not just going to stay in the rap realm Anybody who's wanted to work for him as a female at any point yeah. is going to be able to bring a gender-based suit against him. She, but they could have finessed him. She could have got in looking all fine to get the deal and then just look real just slovenly. Just real she could sloppy have. as fuck. But I'm saying even if she came in, according to his logic, if she came in looking too good because he was saying, I'm spending money. You read it. I'm spending money on the photo shoots and stuff and this net. I got to hit at least twice. What? Mm-mm-mm. So my boss tell me, Nicole, I sent you to the conference and I got to hit at least twice. What? No, you don't. And you know true. what? The handbook goes directly against this shit. Yeah, but see, <laughs> he's an idiot. It's too much crazy stuff that goes on into the workplace that rules get bent. Well, a lot of people have, and I've heard this over the years that a lot of men think when you started integrating women into the workplace is right. when you ran into all these issues because these were the men who were like the men of um, what was the show? Who? Oh, you probably never saw it where they had Don Draper and they were like the 60s or 50s ad agency. Mm-mm, you don't never see it. I can't think of the name of it. If anybody knows it, send me an email or mm-hmm. hit me up on Instagram. Um, basically, they, they it was one of those offices where you could still smoke. You oh, drank sure, in your yeah, office. Yeah. All the women sat in the secretary pool. None of them came into the offices and stuff. That's so weird. And that's when they started incorporating like... Um, how to be around the workplace with women and sexual harassment and stuff because they was like, yeah, hey, yeah, check out the rack on her. Like, that's how they acted. So it's almost like dudes can't control themselves. A yeah, lot of people, yeah. you, but even, and we don't went way into this, but even in like, for example, when they have, for some schools, when they have dress codes for prom, they've had some schools actually come out and give a statement saying, young boys can't control themselves, so it's up to the young ladies to cover up. And I don't agree with that. You need to teach Me your neither. sons how to act too. It's not just 
the girls need to be the ones who have all the control and the decorum and the guys can just be bouncing off the walls with their penises in their hands and stuff. That's just ridiculous. Dude. I ain't gonna so, lie though, but some women do be on that with dudes. Like I've seen it's not like it doesn't exist, but dudes were more prone to it happening. Mm-hmm. But women do be out here. I don't want to say sexually harassing, but no, yeah. they do. And and I, I've, I've definitely, def- I've definitely, there been, have been things that I've seen women say and do to guys that if the shoe was on the other foot, he would be locked the hell up. Man, look, I I it was in the, the club time. quite a few times and shit just went. I wouldn't say it went left because to me, I was just like shit. It, it happens it. all the time, but most guys don't complain. And I've even pointed that out before. Like I've said stuff in the past or whatever and i've been like huh you know what if you said that same thing to me all hell would break loose and they'd be like yeah it will you know i'm glad you know look i'm a tit for tat kind of guy (laughs) you can take that literally because it wouldn't be fitting here (laughs) Uh, because i remember i mean i know this is it's kind of off topic but it's kind of on topic like Mm -hmm. be in the club chilling the girl walked by and just grabbed me by the genitals so before she walked off i grabbed her ass cheek like real hard because i was in the right i was in the right i was touched first yeah, they shouldn't be. I don't agree with you. Yeah, I mean, she grabbed by, but she looked at me. I was like, get over here. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to touch me. Yeah, I don't agree with anybody just walking up grabbing no, folks. I'm like, I'm not going to be a victim. We're going to be victims. <laughs> <laughs> you are ignorant. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't. I would That's like not to, funny. I'm joking. I don't think anything is going to. You so ignorant. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anything is going to happen with Rick Ross just by the female saying, well, I get what he's saying. It's like he's actually trying to tell you as a woman if you look too good to him, you can't have a job. But the That's thing bullshit. is, it's also Rick Ross. Like, how many women are lining up to sleep with Rick Ross? Not I mean, many. I mean, for the money. They're lining up to sleep with the money. But that's what I'm saying. It might not even be to sleep. Like, honestly, let's just be real. Okay. Outside of sleeping with Rick Ross, if you go get a job, if you want to be in the music industry and mm-hmm. you get an executive assistant position or something within MMG, Mm-hmm. That looks good on your resume. You of can course. go do other stuff. So of you mean course. to tell me because you are attractive to Rick Ross that now you should be denied the opportunity to get something on your resume? That's I would just bull. walk in and be a hardcore uh, lesbian. But why did my thing? Why is all of that even necessary? Why can't I just come in as Nicole and get a damn job? Fake it till you make it. Oh my god! <laughs> all Cause right. Because if you don't, because if you don't fake it till you make it, Rick Ross gonna get you naked. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, that was a good one. Though. I'm gonna give you that one. All right, moving on from Rick Ross, Whitehead gets popped. So we're gonna oh, let my Big Cheek go on with this one. Uh, I've kind of glanced over this, but basically, wasn't it a? I want to say he was accused of. Uh, was it a robbery? A robbery. I want to say that's it. Don't quote me. Because I definitely kind of glanced over this today because I low-key almost forgot about this. Okay. But basically, he got cut from the Cowboys. Because of a robbery? Yeah, because they thought he did it, and he didn't. But at the Is same- he still cut? Yeah. He lost his job off of, you know, a false accusation. So he can't get a lawyer and sue for his job back? I mean, you probably could, but what's the point? It's the NFL. They pretty much probably got to, like... You can't draw crazy attention to yourself, and if it's done, it's done. He might get picked up by somebody else, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, uh, it's already it's already done. Yeah. So it says that he was picked up by the Jets. Wait, when today? Uh, four hours ago, actually. I mean, because he didn't do it. He was reportedly claimed by the Jets, but he still sounds upset with the Cowboys, and his first name is Lucky. Yeah. That's actually pretty dope. Not really in his situation. He's yeah, pretty unlucky. He's pretty unlucky. 
But it says that um, although Whitehead was named in the police report, authorities later apologized to him and told him that the whole thing was a case of mistaken identity. You know what? I would I would sue the police department for the missing funds that you guys made me miss from being on the Cowboys. Yeah. Period. Like I, if it was twenty million, that's what you guys owe me because I was guaranteed that before you lied on me. Hey. That's awful. Yep. That's awful. And that, and to me that means that when the police and people like or even people who claim he did it he did it you need to be sure when you point the finger because that stuff has implications reaching far and wide for people's lives if people say he did it i'm like do you wear contacts or glasses i can't trust your judgment yeah do you have 2020 like you did you probably didn't see what you saw and i you know i actually kind of wonder how often when they're trying to make a case do the police depend on eyewitness because your mind plays tricks on you yeah. And even if it's been like a while, like if somebody were to ask me, hey, do you remember the guy who walked past you three weeks ago in a red hat? No, Hell no, I don't. But it might be one of the if I'm traumatized, I might just feel like I know it was him. It was him because I remember. They play and I on don't. people's emotions. Yeah. So I wonder how heavily they really depend on eyewitness accounts. They do, but it, it plays against the victim way worse or the minority, whoever's in, you know, the yeah. victim. way worse. Huh. Well, because I mean, if everybody says they saw something because somebody kept egging it on, you just start to believe it yourself. Like, yeah, it's a mob mentality. Oh, it's groupthink. Yeah. It's like somebody was like, do you remember that guy in the red hat, red hat, red hat, red hat? I'm like, yeah, red hat. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I saw it. Yeah. And it's groupthink. And it's not even that as the eyewitness or the person who's being asked the question that you're trying to be a liar. It's just that your thought has been influenced so much. And now you really think this to be reality and it's like mm, that shit never happened. Honestly, when you think about it, psychology plays a huge role in the courtroom. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why they mm-hmm. go through jury selection and this people look this way and that way and stuff. All that stuff matters. It's so fucked up because jury selection to me, I think that's the worst thing that can happen to somebody like I think it needs to be completely random and then you can't alter it. Random. Wait, so how do they pick it? Uh, I think that uh, I, this is I, I thought it was random though it is but you know they can the, the dog is brocking for his toy He's like, um, no, yeah I think it is random but from what I understand and again uh-huh. if any lawyers are listening feel free to correct me um, prosecution and defense can have certain jurors replaced until everybody's happy with the jury because you might tell like if you have a robbery case and mm. you're the defense and you have a woman who's been robbed multiple times, yeah. you're not going to want her on your jury because she's going to be like, ah, get them, you know, that type Very of thing. True. So, Very true. Yeah, it's random at initially and then after that, you can't. So, all right, yeah, Whitehead gets popped. So, good thing he was picked up by the Jets not too long ago. All right, Kyrie swipes left on LeBron. Boy. We're going to let Beat Sheik hit this one too. Jesus Christ for the Cavs. <laughs> That's who they gonna need next because they are just falling apart like a hot box cookie right out the oven. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, he said falling <laughs> apart though. Because I mean, it's too much drama going on in the Cavs locker room. What's going on? Because I thought I saw something about LeBron Mama got dumped by some dude in Miami. That might I, have I ain't know nothing about <laughs> that. Okay. Sorry, she on her own shenanigans. <laughs> Well, you know, LeBron mama is a little turnt. Yeah, I ain't going to say nothing about nobody mama. That's all <laughs> bad. But, I mean, she was sleeping with his teammates. She, I guess she really was a team player. Ooh. But as far as that, I mean, basically, Kyrie wants to get away from the cast. He wants to be his own man on his own team. 
and rightfully so. I mean, I completely understand where he's coming from because he kind of feels like LeBron came in and kind of took over. Okay. And Kyrie is like, what, 25? He has plenty of time to be the man. Yeah. But it's like they're kind of acting like children. Like, oh, I'm going to stop following you on Instagram. I'm going to. Oh, is know. that what they've been doing? Yeah, I like didn't know that. Like that. LeBron pretty much was like when he see Kyrie or if he was there doing that in his face, he would have whooped his ass. But how old is LeBron? 32 33 okay why are you fighting a 25 year old like let's relax that's two grown men i don't care what you said <laughs> the end of the day. well they are like pretty big too uh, Kyrie like, ain't I, that big lebron's pretty big how, how big is Kyrie? how tall roughly uh, he might be six three yeah to me that's like giants fight now we get the hell out the way <laughs> like, that, but i mean <laughs> see, i'm like six three like you know what i'm saying like i mean i guess that's tall but lebron like six eight two fifty that's like fighting a brick wall i punch <laughs> a brick wall as hard as i can it's not going anywhere yeah i would not want to fight him Nah, fuck no his that's... wife is kind of small too he'd be manhandling her right yeah, i'm sure that's crazy call me the king look at him though my dog is really making me mad right now probably gotta piss no he wants to play but actually he might be right on time because we've gone through all of our topics. Literally. Oh, oh, one more thing about the Kyrie LeBron. Okay. I think if Kyrie leaves, but they pick up Derek, I think they did pick up Derek Rose. I can't remember. And then they can somehow get mellow to the team. It wouldn't be such a loss because I mean, with that team, you replace a scorer with another scorer who has mm-hmm. more hype. Although Kyrie has more longevity, Derek Rose. I mean, I feel like both of those players can make up for Kyrie leaving, even though Kyrie is a dominant offensive force. Okay. I just think that the way they're going about it is like pretty much like two little girls. Like, you unfollowed him on Instagram. Ooh, I'd be like, so? Yeah, he don't care. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I, I got mean. millions to make up for you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm wiping my eyes with Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> 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 uh, like, the fuck? Like, I'll cry myself to sleep later on my big, huge bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> bit of money with my NBA contracts and endorsements. <laughs> uh, I'm surrounded by sprites. <laughs> Oh, that is so evil. That is hilarious. Oh, that is funny. But that's all of our topics. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe, subscribe, we subscribe. We really, really, really need those subscriptions. And then also rate us. Again, I feel like we've given you guys a nice sampling of what we can do. So if you are enjoying the show or if you aren't, go to iTunes, rate us. If you ain't enjoying the show you <laughs> i don't want to say that if you not really aren't enjoying the show like not on no hater <laughs> shit if you really don't like something that we're doing tell please we're doing fi- yeah just tell me i would like to correct it i would like the opportunity to fix my mistakes and if you have enough balls to say it i'll give you a shout out yeah we will that would be i'll dope. roast you i don't know it's a surprise. <laughs> next time what's some kind of <laughs> that is true yeah so don't forget subscribe rate us like us, love us, share it, laugh, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, all right. That's it for us. I'm Nikki Nicole. And I'm Beach Chic. And this has been Some Kind of Sunshine. Peace. Deuces. Some Kind of Sunshine is recorded in St. Louis, Missouri and produced with Petty and Mind.